Hey guys, in this episode of Black and Behind the Scenes, we're going to give you an update on um, Eddie Murphy's deal with Netflix and Paramount, as well as Monique's um, racial discrimination lawsuit against Netflix. And in the spotlight, I'm going to tell you guys about a new writer animation program from Universal. And in spoiler alert, we're talking Harry, directed by Casey Lemons, starring Cynthia Erbo, Leslie Odom Jean, and Janelle Monet. Black and Behind the Scenes up next. Hey guys, and welcome back to Black and Behind the Scenes. I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. Hey Brittany, what's going on, girl? What's going on? You know, we are inching closer and closer to um, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, you just bypassed a whole nother whole day. I know, <laughs> even though I just literally ordered a, a no, not a pecan, <laughs> a sweet potato pie. Although yes. pecan pie is my <laughs> favorite pie. I just ordered one mm-hmm. uh, for myself right. for Thanksgiving. And this is your favorite time of the year anyway, right? You know, it is my favorite time of the year. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. I'm always stressed, but it's my favorite time of year. Right. It's, it's birthday time. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas. It's family. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's all good. good. What's been going on with you? Um, nothing really. Um, nothing nothing too much as per usual. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can't even think of what I've been up to. I've just been working and Oh, you know what? My actually my gym clothes um that was near me. Right oh. down the street, nine rounds. So I have to find a new gym. Wait, but that's a franchise, right? It is. Mm-hmm. But the, the individual owner, um, they wanted to up his rent and was in that particular area. They didn't want to negotiate the price and things Ooh. like that. So he's okay. going to move to another location. So I either am going to go there or I'm going to have to find a new gym. So, but I actually really love kickboxing. So I'm going to try and find another location of yeah. kickboxing or something. Look on like Groupon. Yeah, I have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, wait, are you doing things for Thanksgiving? Are you <laughs> cooking? Mm, I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what I do know. you mean? I know. I- <laughs> wait, what? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's back it up. You don't celebrate Thanksgiving or you don't cook, you don't do the family gatherings. What what do yeah, you mean? Yeah, so since I've been able to separate myself in certain things that I personally want to celebrate and things like that, I don't personally celebrate Thanksgiving. Okay. So before, yes, with my family, yes, we did all the traditions, uh-huh. the turkey, all that stuff back in the day. But as an adult, <laughs> uh-huh. I have decided to not participate in Thanksgiving or that holiday. Okay, so but does your family still get together? Yes, they do. And you just don't go over there? I it depends. I may go over sometimes, but um now that I'm a vegan too, it's just definitely I ain't going. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little yeah, it's not easy with the family and getting together. But I mean me personally I feel that if we're family, it shouldn't just take a holiday for us to get together. Yeah, yeah, I want us I to agree. get together all the time. So that's kind of my notion. So. Okay. I mean, I'm not mad at you at you i just never heard anyone say i don't celebrate thanksgiving (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) what are you talking about i know i know i know just me being just yeah okay so Mm -hmm. you know we got we got greens beans potatoes tomatoes (laughs) chicken you you ain't on that okay i used to be i used to be you know just not anymore all right yeah respect Mm -hmm. just doing something different something different all right i ain't mad at it (laughs) What's going on in the industry? All right, guys. So we have a lot of updates going on. So let's get into the industry rundown. It's time for the industry rundown. 
Okay, guys, so first up, we have a box office update from the film Harriet, starring Cynthia Euro um, as Harriet Tubman. So according to Wikipedia, um, in the United States and Canada, Harriet was projected to grow 7.5 to 9 million from 2059 theaters in its opening weekend. However, the theaters in its opening weekend made 3.9 on its first day, including 600,000 from Thursday night previews. It went on to slightly overperform, debuting at 11.7 million and finishing fourth. As of November 17th, the film has grossed 31.9 million at the domestic box office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll be talking about our review on Harriet later mm-hmm. in spoiler alert. We will, but um, the film was doing pretty well in theaters. So That's good. just wanted to give that update. And speaking of Harriet, according to Deadline, the scriptwriter for Harriet, Gregory Allen, has teamed up with George Tillman Jr., who, who will be directing their upcoming project, Power to the People, that Paramount is currently in talks to acquire. Power to the People will be a period drama about the revolutionary relationship between Harry P. Newton and Bobby Seals, who founded the Black Panthers originally to protest police brutality against African Americans. It became a global movement and was an important part of the civil rights movement that put them in the crossfires of the FBI leader, J. Edgar Hoover, and the United States government, which considered them a radical movement and deemed them as as the single greatest threat in the nation's security. The movie is based on the Stanley Nelson Jr. directed documentary Black Panthers Vanguard of the Revolution, which was released on PBS in 2015. Yeah. Did you check that out on PBS? Have you seen it? I have seen it. Mm-hmm. I did not check it out on PBS. It was on Netflix yeah. for a uh-huh. hot minute. Yeah, it was. It's not on there anymore because no. I, I double checked, but it's not on there. Um, mm-hmm. But this sounds dope. You know, George Tillman is famous for directing. Um, Soul Food and mm-hmm. um, Men of Honor, mm-hmm. so I think that's a that's a good um, a good look. It is a good look, and um, the Vanguard, of the Revolution. I had a really great time watching that um, mm-hmm. when it was out. I, I was really excited when I heard about it coming out, mm-hmm. and I remember they were doing the promos. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, in the area about it, and so I jumped on as soon as I was able to see it um, yeah. to go watch it. So yeah. it was really dope, and the fact that they're turning that into a box office movie from Paramount that will be in theaters is really awesome too. Right, because. Has there been a box office movie about the Black Panther Party or about anyone in the party, Huey or Bobby? I've heard talks of people wanting to do one, at least a documentary or something behind that. And I know there's several of those, but not theaters. Not one that specifically um, addresses or talks about them, too. I don't think so. so. Not in their relationship either, also. So that'll be interesting to watch. I'm really excited about this. I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. All right, guys. So moving on to streaming, according to Synopsis, Hulu Plus Live TV is set to hike their monthly fee, surprise, surprise, by $10 (laughs) to $54.99. The new price reflects better... the substantial value of TV plus live TV and the company said on its blog, but hope is not lost for viewers who are willing to get less in return to pay less. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) but here's the thing though, that's still cheaper than cable. It is. And when you think about the substantial amount of programs that you watch on cable and the ones that they offer on Hulu, they're the same. I don't want to say the same because basic cable gives you more, mm-hmm. but you're probably not looking at all those channels. Yeah, no. You are probably looking at those core channels that Hulu gives you. Yeah. So for fifty four ninety nine, 
it's a it's a it can't add up to a lot if you also pay for netflix mm-hmm. if you also pay for um disney plus or hbo, HBO max yeah or if you have any other thing or apple tv is gonna add up mm-hmm. it's it is working in their favor as of now because again it is still cheaper than cable mm-hmm. so and so what i'm gonna do guys um when we go on break for the holidays and all that good stuff not this coming up break Mm -hmm. i mean like a long break i'm actually (laughs) going to sit down and look at the numbers for streaming services and add it up look at cable providers so we can come back and give you guys a breakdown of your best bang for buck if you want to cut your cable or if you want to stay with cable like what is the best option for you but you know what that's going to be hard because now these streaming services are offering their own content right it, yeah, it's, yeah. So I have to it'll do some research. Ha- it'll to see be hard what, to determine. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> what interested I'm gonna to come see up what you're going to come up with. Girl, me too. It might be a page, a dissertation. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully I'll come back with some good stuff for you guys. I'm going to try. Okay. All right, guys. Um, Speaking of streaming, Netflix licensed the right from Paramount and Paramount, too. We were just talking about them, for Beverly Hills Cop sequel with Eddie Murphy. Were you a big fan of Beverly Hills Cops with Eddie Murphy at all? Yeah, we have sequels to Beverly Hills Cop. It's Beverly Hills Cop 2 and 3. So maybe it's like the fourth <laughs> in- installation. I don't, I don't understand. Why are we doing a sequel to something that's already a sequel? Well, let's... Yeah, it said sequel. Um, <laughs> That's exactly what it said. It says a sequel. They have the rights to make a sequel for it. And Eddie will be in it. Um, oh, so I don't know. I never watched Beverly Hill Cops, but I do love Eddie Murphy. I uh, know, no, I have for me. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I love Eddie though, and I've seen a bunch of other all his other things, but I wasn't into Beverly Hill Cops for whatever okay. reason. I missed that one, okay. but yeah, it'll be on Netflix. And so this just brings back to um, Eddie must have had like a partnership with Netflix prior to him coming out, or something was going on behind the scenes because all his projects are lined up with Netflix as of lately. Wait, so the Beverly Hills cop reboot is going to be on netflix Netflix. Mm -hmm. oh yeah okay they they struck a deal with paramount to license the um rights to beverly hill cops to be able to make it just so yeah right um but yeah i just and i've been watching his interviews on um youtube of dolomite no yeah dolomite and everything Mm -hmm. else and he's just his partnerships with um you know netflix and everything it's just it's a lot of projects i just realizing that he's working Mm. with them a lot so i that goes to show me that he will be doing his standard special with them like that they're probably just we talked about that already and broke that that he's in negotiations but that's kind of solidified mm-hmm. um that's where he'll be so i'm here for it i'm here for eddie projects yeah me too i'm so excited oh god i love eddie murphy um okay guys <laughs> speaking of netflix I'm sure you probably already heard of this, but I'm glad that we're able to touch on this topic. So Monique recently filed a race and discrimination suit against Netflix. Um, so according to Variety, Monique is alleging that the streaming service broke the law when it gave her a low ball offer for a comedy special. If you remember, in twenty in January of 2018, Monique called for a boycott of Netflix, saying that she was offered $500,000 for a special while Amy Schumer was offered $11 million and Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock were offered $20 million. The suit accuses Netflix of lack of diversity in its senior leadership ranks and a history of insensitivity to black people. The suit also cites figuring stating that black people make only 6% of the Netflix workforce as of 2019. 
Um, Monique's lawyer, um, Michael W. Park, stated that Netflix is Hollywood's most innovative company, yet it's not only perpetuates racial and gender inequality, it also takes advantage of gender pay gaps that disproportionately affects black women who nationwide makes only 61 cents per every dollar every white male makes and brings home. Netflix then responds to Monique's discrimination lawsuit by stating, we care deeply about inclusion, equality, and diversity and take any accusations of discrimination very seriously. We believe our opening offer to Monique was fair, <laughs> which is why we'll be, we will be fighting this lawsuit. Yeah. So, Brittany, <laughs> your take on this Monique suing Netflix lawsuit. Um, it's interesting because in the lawsuit, what she's filing... Um, she's coming for their necks. Mm-hmm. Like she even has claims about um, what other people have been made on the shows. Like she cites um, the actress that plays on the Queen Elizabeth show that they have. Okay. Her getting paid less than her counterpart. Mm-hmm. Um, she also claims that an executive that is no longer an executive but was fired, like used the N word a couple of times on set or in a meeting and. Mm. Um, You know, she makes note of how much Jerry Seinfeld and Amy Schumer and Dave Chappelle and and Chris Rock made in their um, deals with Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. (laughs) So she is like coming for their next. What's interesting to me, though, is and I didn't know that you could do this, that you could file a pay discrimination against a company in which you're not the employee of. So how, I don't understand how that's going to work. That's what stood out to me also, because I'm just like, okay, Monique, I do understand that. And I do, she has a valid point with that particular argument. However, that's not isolated with Netflix. That is a nationwide issue that we're having. But it's, to your point, how can she bring that if she's not an employee? I don't know. I mean, it. Again, this is with like the Byron Allen case in mm-hmm. which you have to prove that race was the, the factor sole factor in um, which w- they didn't want to pick you. Now, I will say this. They offered her five hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. which is ludicrous. And she mm-hmm. feels like if they had more diversity on the board, if they had more diversity in leadership, then Maybe someone they could have championed who she is for and, her. Yeah. And making more money. I mean, she has an Oscar. She does. So I feel and like acting though. Right. But it doesn't matter. No. I feel like that should have given her more than $500,000. Well, not when she set out for like two or three. Like she was really quiet. And I understand why she was quiet because of the whole Oprah and all the other stuff. I get it. But she wasn't doing a lot at that she, time. Okay. So we ain't heard from Dave Chappelle in years, but yet we welcomed him back in, with open arms. We did. Okay. That's okay. not a valid point. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I think I think <laughs> I think the the problem with Monique is because she has such a bad reputation. Um mm-hmm. and whether that is true or not, I don't know. And I haven't really investigated to see. But she has a bad reputation. And mm-hmm. so I think because Netflix probably was aware of this reputation, they were like, I'm not we're not gonna negotiate. That's the thing. They didn't even they weren't willing to negotiate further with her because if you recall that um, 
when Wanda, when this happened, Wanda Sykes also came she out did. and said, yeah, Netflix offered me something that I felt like was unfair. But Wanda Sykes ended up having her comedy special on Netflix. She did a year later. Yeah. Yeah. That's because they moved that comma for her. So they were willing to negotiate with a Wanda Sykes, but not with a Monique, which lets me know that there was something personal. Okay. Because and they may did be her attitude. That they, that they were, that was their opening offer to her. So that, and, and I highlighted that specifically because I'm just like, well, they specifically put that in there because they're saying that maybe she didn't come back and fight for the money that she wanted. And that was just what they were giving her up front or what they said they would give her. Well, I I doubt that she would be going through all of this and she didn't fight back and say, no, I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I want more than $500,000. <laughs> you know what I'm so. saying? I don't know. Good luck with that. Mommy. Yeah. We'll be following the case and see what goes on with this. But this is pretty um, significant as far as Monique goes. Um, but yeah, we'll be following. Yeah. Um, And guys, that will wrap the industry rundown. Innovative, creative, overall black excellence. It's time for the spotlight. All right, you guys, it's time for the spotlight. And I want to highlight a particular program that was newly launched that um, is a initiative, a writing animation initiative. Um, it's newly launched by Universal Animation Writers Program. It's the first program of its kind to combine television and film content into one animation writing program. It was created by the Universal Film Entertainment Group's Global Talent Development and Inclusion Department. And this is a paid program that will take place over a course of a year. It's partners with DreamWorks, Illumination, Universal 1440 Entertainment. And its aim is to develop an inclusive group of talent and build up the studio's commitment to telling stories with unique narratives that appeal to and reflect the vast diversity of its audience. Prospective writers can submit their samples for a film track or of two television tracks geared towards either preschoolers age three to five or children aged six to 11. Film track writers will create two feature length scripts for development consideration and television track writers will develop two pilot scripts. So if you are interested in writing for TV, animation, diversity, that's your jam. I <laughs> encourage you to apply at universaltalentdevelopment.com. Um, I think the application is open through December 16th, and then the program starts in June 2020. Oh, very cool. So I just wanted to highlight that program for any of you who are interested in writing for children. Um, this is something that was newly launched and is something out there for you to take advantage of. Very cool, very cool. All right, you guys, it's time for a spoiler alert. And today we're going to be talking about Harriet. I know we're late to the game, but we wanted to give y'all an opportunity to see the film before we mm -hmm. review it. Mm -hmm. um, Harriet is the biographical movie about Harriet Tubman, who escaped from slavery and became one of our history's greatest and fearless female leaders by advocating for the abolishment of slavery, helping dozens of other slaves escape, as well as championing for women's suffrage. 
Um, the director of this film is Casey Lemons. She's most famously known for being the director of Eve's Bayou, which I love. Mm -hmm. um, love movie. She's also a co-screenwriter of Harriet. Um, the movie features Cynthia Ervo as Harriet, Leslie Odom Jr. and Janelle Monet. Vanessa Bell mm -hmm. Calloway and Clark Peters plays Harriet Tubman's parents. And um, as Antoinette told us in the industry rundown, this was budgeted at $17 million, gross 11.6 is opening. Year to date, it is at $32 million. Mm -hmm. So um, a box office success. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy the movie. I personally love slave narratives. Like, I read slave narrative books. Mm, I yeah. just enjoy them. Um, I thought it was shot very well. Like I said, Casey Lemons is a fabulous director. Mm -hmm. um, even in those scenes where, like, um, Harriet is having her um, spells. Mm -hmm. It yeah. was very reminiscent of how she shot Ease yes, by you when there was right. a flashback. Yes, yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I yes. thought it was shot very beautifully. Mm -hmm. um, and I also thought the actors did a great job. You know, yeah. um, Cynthia and... Um, Cynthia and um, Leslie Odom Jr. are Tony Award winner actors. Mm -hmm. um, of course, Vanessa Bell Calloway always looks stunning and yes. slay. Even though she had no, no one had any makeup on in this film. But I just <laughs> thought everyone's skin, that melanin was just looking so gorgeous, yes, um, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I thought everyone did a good job. And for me personally... Um, it evoked um, a spirit of fearlessness oh, yeah. and resilience Definitely. of black women and our spirit of not letting people get into our way, mm -hmm. um, not holding us back, despite being called unruly, untamable, mm -hmm. untamable. Um, it doesn't matter. We get ish done. Yes. Be free or die. Yeah. <laughs> that was the theme of the whole movie. And so I agree with you, Brittany. I love the movie. Yeah. And honestly, like going, I was a little hesitant because um, even the first few seconds of the film, I, I uh, felt, how did I feel? Like uh, not reaction uh, or triggered. A little bit. And that's why I don't like seeing films like that because it's just like, it's just it's a lot of emotions that it brings. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't as triggering as I thought it was going to be. Right. You because know, it wasn't this, gory. It was not gory. So, at all, and I love that. Harriet was very, I would say, light in that it wasn't um, focused on white violence. No. It, no. Um, but it also did not shy away from the atrocities of slavery. No, it didn't. So, yeah. there were no um, beating scenes. No. Mm -mm. Um, no rape scenes. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. So, um, that was, I guess, refreshing. It was. It really see. was. Um, and I think, um, also interesting to note that the directors um, chose it to be that way mm -hmm. because at the core of this, yes, this is about a slave, um, but it's a biographical movie. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and it's part of history. She's it a is. part of our history. She is. And so I love the fact that they were able to not show as much um, horror of slavery uh, because of that. And also something that I didn't realize or something that I didn't pick up on, but Corey told me about is that he said, well, slaves were honestly treated differently. This was in Maryland. Mm -hmm. um, it was differently than down south, deep, deep down south. And I don't know if people know that difference yeah. um, because I didn't realize it until he pointed it out to me, but slaves down south were treated brutally, brutally. like 
horrible. Like the worst that you probably ever could think of. That is the treatment of how slaves are treated down south. Mm-hmm. A little bit further up north or in Maryland, those mm-hmm. areas, not as bad mm-hmm. as down south, but it was just different. Mm-hmm. So that's the vibe that I picked up from this film is that it's a little different up here. And he was like, well, this is why. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And so... um Picking that up and then also seeing her trip from, you know, where she was at in Maryland. I actually Googled it um, to um, Pennsylvania, the trip. And I just saw the trail of how she mm-hmm. went actually on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And that that's in, that's in, insane and mm-hmm. impressive. And the fact that she also went back um, from uh, Pennsylvania to go back to get more people. Not right. only that, but she even went further down south right. to get more. Um, right. So that was daring bold because a lot of things could have happened yeah and though i you know i am aware of her story and things like that it was refreshing to see it on the big screen i agree yeah i agree i mean especially you know people like you say are triggered Mm -hmm. by seeing slave movies um people say well i don't want to see why we always gonna have right (sighs) you know it yeah (laughs) but i i feel like if we are considering putting or if Harriet Tubman is going to be on the $20 bill, then people need to know who she is. And if that knowledge is going to come through a, a, a box office film, then to, then let it be shown. Exactly. Because honestly, people, what you don't realize um, and what you fail to understand or want to get is that black history is not being taught in schools. Exactly. I mean, granted, I grew up in a school district with a lot of black teachers and they made sure black female women women black women who taught me about my history and let Mm -hmm. us know what we needed to understand I actually played Harriet Tubman in like fifth or sixth grade Mm -hmm. for like an in-class school play Mm -hmm. and so I was well aware of her story however these kids today they have no idea about that history and so they need to go to the movies to see something like this to understand that that's why it's this important and so you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who is a writer for the Hollywood Reporter he recently did a piece on Harriet in the Slame Films and whether or not they're good for African-Americans. Mm-hmm. And so he also picked up on that narrative of, you know, he understands that people may be triggered with, you know, seeing slave movies and no one wants to be treated as a victim. We need to be seen as victors. But on the other side, the educational part of this and that people need to understand the treatment of black people and why it's so disproportionate um, as far as the racism that's going on today and that still exists and why we are in the positions that we're in right. to this day. Right. And I feel that a lot of people just really lack that understanding and right. they just want to go straight to the oh, it's a slave film. Why is Hollywood making this in there? Right. And that's where we end. There is right. no further conversation past that point. And that's right. frustrating to me, you yeah. know? Yeah, no. I mean, because we never hear people talk about another Holocaust movie, another movie about the war. They don't. This is our history. It is. And it's, it's brutal. Mm-hmm. It's bad. We're still suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still needs to be told. And if you are concerned about programming that doesn't depict slavery, Mm -hmm. we give you tons of options on black and behind the scenes of programming content that you can look at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, I mean, again, I thought the movie was great. Let's talk about the controversy behind some of the film. Okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I thought it was very interesting and it almost felt... um, a little Nate Parker, um, Nat Turner mm. kind of backlash controversy. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, the Nate Parker effect. That's what's going right. to start calling it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, okay, so the first of all, there was a controversy of people complaining of not wanting to see another slave story. Right. We've already said this biographical is mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Right. Okay. Because um, I bet you probably you poll 10 people outside right now and they couldn't tell if you said who is Black Moses, they couldn't tell you no, who that was. They couldn't. No. Okay. They probably don't know Harriet Tubman from Sojourner Truth. And I need y'all to get read a book. Right. Okay. Exactly. Thank you. Facts. <laughs> Let's facts is facts, people. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and then on top of that, there was controversy of allowing Cynthia. Right. Be yeah. Harriet Tubman. My coworker told me about that. I didn't know. So, yeah. I found that to be interesting um, and crazy at the same time. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing about black British actors playing American, you know, actors. I just stop it. I don't get it. It doesn't matter to me. We are all descendants from the same continent. Mm-hmm. Let's just kill that now. I hope this be the last controversy. Yeah. We have about a a black British um, actor playing an American figure. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they're talented, if they look the part. Right. Whatever. Let them play it. Um, and if they respect. Right. If they respect the... Um, the history, the American, the black American mm-hmm. experience. Right. Uh, why not let them be in that role? Which added to another part of Cynthia's controversy, because I think she made some comments in the past. She may have referred to black people as ghetto or something like that. I don't know, you guys. Google yeah, me it. neither. I, I didn't. Don't I don't want to look at negative <laughs> things like that. It's just, it's kind of it's like, oh God, here we go again. But again, she did um, very well. And then another controversy that was going around was apparently there were fake tweets and fake headlines of um, stories circulating about the narrative of this film as a white savior focus and that the main villain of the film was Bigger Long, who is the black bounty slave catcher. I heard that too, girl. I saw that. I saw that. So again, if you are on that side of I don't want to see another slave movement, this is going to deter you from going to see the film if you think this has a white savior or that the black man is the villain. And I didn't even honestly, his character in the movie didn't even make me it didn't sway me one way or the other. It really wasn't that important in the film, in my opinion, his character at all. Right. It just showed the dualities of black Americans and or maybe your choice and stance on yes. your point of view of that particular situation yes. as if it doesn't some exist. Bigger loans in our offices. Exactly. And so let's don't not play. act like um <laughs> <laughs> there weren't black people involved in um bounty of slaves right back then because there were now there may not have been a lot mm-hmm. but they existed so just like slaves who didn't even want to go with harriet that was very prevalent and known i mean right. it was shown in the film also that some people she they just didn't want to go right they were so they were i mean scared. I mean, people, let's. I mean, because you remember her sister was like, you know, not everybody can run. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. And that's why we need people like Harriet. Yeah. Those who can pick up the torch and make the difference. Because I am absolutely convinced or am sure that not everybody is born to be leaders. No, no. And not everybody can do Mm -hmm. it. No, they can't. And not everyone is going to be great. Mm mm. (laughs) There are mediocre people. Yeah. And people who are very complacent and comfortable. Yeah. Yes, and we see that every day. So, 
I mean, I felt bad. I felt really bad for her character, um, her sister um, in that story because of that particular scene and just how attached she was to the situation she was in or how afraid she was to let that go. Well, it was fe- it's fear. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's fear, but it's just how fear can overcome someone so much mm-hmm. to, to paralyze them in a sense of d- delusion. So what's interesting about that, and I'm going to go back to to another point. I read this book called, um, oh my gosh, I cannot remember the name of it, but it's by Octavia Butler. Mm. And she is a black woman who um, wrote science fiction books. Mm -hmm. She has one book in which the girl um, goes, she has these spells and she goes back in time from slavery. The the book is set in the seventies. Mm-hmm. But she'll wake up, and then she's in another timeline, mm, and she's a slave. Okay. But then she'll wake up, and then she's in another timeline. Like, um, what's that? What's the name of it? I can't see that. Kindred. That's the name of the book. So good. Thank you. Thank you, Kindred. It's such a good book. So, you know, when she's in the 70s, she was thinking, there's no way I could be a slave. I can't, mm. I'm, I don't have the spirit of a slave. Mm. And you hear people talk, there's yeah. no way I would let that yeah. happen. But when she was in it, she was scared. Mm. She was fearful. She could not escape it. She was beat. Mm. So she was in there and she felt it. Mm-hmm. You know, and people say, oh, well, you know, why didn't they just give us the Kanye thing? You know, slavery was a choice. Why could you just, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's fear. When someone puts that fear over you like that, it's paralyzing. Yeah. And you have no options. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's hard for you. It's hard for you to think of any other choice. Um, Sometimes it's irrational, rationalize that it's better to stay where you are than to, to try something different. So um, which yeah, I totally understand that. That's it's understandable, but it's just um to see sad. it. Mm-hmm. To see the dualities, the, yeah. the various dualities in the movie of different perspectives and points of views and even um Janelle Monet's character who was a yeah. free slave. Uh-huh. And that her perspective in the conversation her and Harriet first had when they met, uh-huh. it was like, damn. She had to she, she, had to she check her. her. Oh no, Harriet was checking, <laughs> she checking people. Everyone. <laughs> She checked her brother. She pulled that gun on her brother. And she yes, was she like, did. look, you going to follow me today because mm-hmm. I know. Right. I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that was interesting about the controversy of this film was, um, so some chapters of the NAACP was encouraging people to boycott the film in support of Byron Allen's case against Comcast because Comcast is the parent company of feature uh, focus features. Oh, got it. Okay, all these ties together. Okay, yeah. All right, I get it. No, nah, okay. NAACP. Yeah, it's just because they're back in Byron Island right now, and they have to, um, you know, stand on whatever it is, you know, that they're. Okay, but don't encourage on. us about boycotting. <laughs> we got black actors. We got black director. We yeah. got black female director. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's support. Yeah, I. Yeah. Especially over some Byron Allen. Because we didn't already <laughs> talked about that. We already talked about that last week. So. Yeah. I, I mean. mean it's just, come on. Like I said. We're just adding to. Adding to this. Um, narrative that is false. Keeping people from. Um, the box office. And just as. 
in that article with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said, mm-hmm. like, you know, yes, we have these films. Yes, they are important because they teach. Mm-hmm. They do. And so I need you guys to be more discerning and to be more open to to learning about your history. Absolutely. I mean, he has a direct quote from his article that says the present political climate shows how easily people can be manipulated to find enemies based on race, nationality, religion, sexual orientation, and gender identity. Just as many churches used to preach the gospel of slavery and justify it with biblical verses. Mm -hmm. So today they justify the inequalities perpetuated against women, people of color, immigrants in the LGBTQ community and others because so many people are unable to learn the history lessons, especially when our history textbooks do not tell us the truth. Amen. So, I mean, argue with that, right. please. So freedom! <laughs> I just... I, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's true. Go out. Don't listen to all this this hate that's been surrounding Harriet. Go out and see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's well worth your coins. Absolutely. It was a great film, guys. Like I said, um, I thought that it was going to be something that was going to be a little scary for me to go see because, you know, like I said, triggering. But no, yeah. it was it was very educational. It was mm-hmm. actually inspirational. I came out of there inspired very as hell. Inspirational. Um, I was like, let's go. Let me go do something. I need to. So freedom. <laughs> Yes, to freedom. <laughs> That's going to be the name of this goddamn podcast. <laughs> we have the episode title. Awesome. <laughs> well, that's all I have for y'all for spoiler alert today. Yeah, that was it, guys. Um, yeah. Hey, guys. So as we told you, um, we will be announcing the winner of our AMC giveaway gift card to go see um, the film Queen and Slim mm-hmm. out in theaters November 27th just in time for the holiday season and the winner winter. we want to say thank you absolutely um to everyone who participated and um left us a review and a comment we really appreciate it um you guys showed us so much so much love and thank you thank you thank you mm-hmm, absolutely and the winner of the 50 dollars amc gift card goes to visual media Oh, <laughs> congratulations. So congratulations. Um, please reach out to us at black and behind the scenes at gmail.com for your email address so we can send you that gift card as soon as possible. Perfect. Thank you so much for entering. And guys, we appreciate your comments and we look forward to doing more with you in the future. I have a lot of big things on the plate. Yeah. Coming, I mean, so and, we have some big ideas. Leave a, uh, a review anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Just show us some love. You know, that get into the, us. you know, the holiday spirits and leave us some feedback yeah love (laughs) absolutely all right well that's all for us you guys Uh, again as always you can catch us on all social media platforms at at black and behind the scenes Mm -hmm. you can also email us with your thoughts your questions your concerns your commentary at Mm -hmm. black and behind the scenes at gmail.com absolutely um and until next time i'm Antoinette and i'm Brittany. bye